Previously last week, a series of brutal murders in the Lake Kumash, Washington, have set the tiny community of the Olympic Forest on edge. Strange red lights have been seen and reported emanating from deep within the forests. Bodies have been discovered impaled on tree stumps, and like in Logan, women disemboweled, their intestines paraded into the foliage and stuffed into each other, creating bloated, distended bellies and mock pregnancies. Your job? Find the perpetrator, neutralize, and bury the evidence. You're on the next C-130 to Bellingham, where you'll be met by a local asset familiar with the area. Your handler gives each of you a new iPhone, and then opens a fingerprint that opens with fingerprint and opticals uh, scan, along with a halyard containing a badge with a fake name. And uh, giving you uh, good luck wishes. You arrive in Bellingham, and after a quick uh, jeep ride out to this small forest community, you. Uh, Arrive at the seed, birds chirping out in the nature, and at this point it is the end of the day. Things are, the sun is low in the horizon, and you are kind of just getting the lay of the land of the surroundings of this small town. You look down the main boardwalk, and it is a tiny mountain community. Essentially, this is a, a tourist-supported spot. You got the gas station, a small hotel, teeny little convenience store, a, other than that, you, it's pretty sparse. There's a, a couple of, uh, well, it would look like they might be surreptitious weed farms here and there, but like I said, a small mountain community that is subsisting mostly off of tourism in the summer and hunkering down during the winter. Maybe some skiing activities, some snowmobiling, maybe a little bit of backcountry skiing, but otherwise, teeny tiny. Let's go ahead and introduce our characters here. John. You, you're a character. You've been playing with us for a second. Yeah. I've been playing the last character for a few sessions now, which is strange. His name is Arthur Green. Uh, during missions, he uses the cover name John because he's not allowed to re reveal his real name due to Delta Green guidelines. Operational security, OPSEC's important. And DMW, yeah. please introduce your character. Uh, so I pulled the, what's the, I believe the investigative FBI special agent out of the file. Um, his regular name is Wesley Calvin. Uh, I guess he'll go with Jacobs for a code name. Jacobs, FBI. Each of you notice, uh, as you fill up the government, I'm gonna say it's a government black van. A white van is too cliche, so this is a black van. And emerging around from uh, one of the pumps, gas station attendant comes out. Skinny man, a little bit of a nervous disposition, approaches you with a red hat, make America great again. Hey, uh, I believe you guys are uh, here from the government, correct? Um, uh, asset Gribs, I was told by the uh, agency to give you all... Uh, a tour of the area once you got into town. I believe that you're here for the uh, ongoing string of murders. Am I correct? Exactly. 
Hell, it's uh, terrible what's been happening. Absolutely horrible. People showing up all, all hanging, dangling from trees, cut up from their own insides. My God, you wouldn't believe the absolute gruesomeness of the scenes. Well, maybe you would because you had so some of the pictures. We'll handle this. Yeah, I'm glad someone from Uncle Sam's coming out here to make things set things straight, but I, I gotta warn you, it's it's pretty disturbing what's been going on. Uh, we'll take it from here. Well, alright, I'm happy to show you where the uh, latest string of murders have been happening out by the lake. It's uh, not too far from here. We could we get over there probably before the sun goes down and you could see uh, at least Maybe try and pick up the trail of the last one that happened and, you know, hopefully find something worth it. getting on the trail about uh, the mayor. He, uh, he asked me to, to let him know when, when y'all came to town and, uh, at this point he's going to take out another cigarette. He, he has been smoking, but he's going to go ahead and light a second cigarette with his current cherry. And there, this is like a pretty, I would say this gas station is not OSHA safe. And there are fumes like wafting out of the gas station. Oh, oh man, I'm brain farting. Nozzle? Yeah. Yeah, there's like fumes wafting out of the nozzle. The fume catch is not operating correctly. Everything like seems pretty old. And you look like up at the top of the, like the nozzle where it connects to the actual like pump. And someone has clearly, like, left it inside of their car as they drove away and ripped it out. And it's just been duct taped back on. And there's, like, a continual stream of gasoline coming down, like the hose. Mm, I, I take th- this guy by the shoulder and, like, lead him away to say, Ooh, don't want to die by a gas explosion, do we? Dangerous. Yeah. No, no, you're right. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, like, I haven't died yet, but um, you're right. You know, I did see uh, Zoolander, and, you know, that was a great scene. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, yeah, but you're right. Let's not uh, tempt the fates, as it were. But, yeah, let me know when y'all ready. I'll take uh, y'all over to the mayor's house, and we'll, we'll, we'll get him, and, and, uh, he'll, and then we'll head on over to the scene. Sounds like a plan. I'll, uh, Let's I'll take, take the drive. Right away. The sooner the better. Absolutely. Y'all finish up gassing, and after a moment, this really beat up, like, 1993 Jeep Wrangler. The The paint is, like, orange, but mostly rust. It's rust. It's rust-colored with patches of orange. And it comes around the back, and he starts leading you of a dirt trail from the main road, and it doesn't take too long. This is clearly, like, the dirt road you're traveling up on is in better condition than the actual paved road it's very clear that at this point just the neglect of the state of washington as these rural communities have not had the roads repaved in in decades and just the pop marks you're having to take it pretty slow especially the last few miles coming up to this remote uh, little town up here and in stark contrast, this road that you're traveling up, even though it's dirt, it's wide, it's been maintained. You can see some uh, unused tractors on the side of this sprawling expanse of property. And it's clear that the hardback of this this uh, side road has been maintained and is probably quite a bit newer than and seen more attention than any road that you've come across so far. 
and pulling in front of this very fancy, you wouldn't call it a log cabin, it's, it's got the motif of one of these A-frame mountain cabins, but it's enormous. It's got three stories. The wood all used throughout this thing is ancient sequoia, all stacked up on top of each other at sharp angles. It is impressive. It is a... It's almost like a feat of of, uh, of wood architecture. It is very nice. There's several different terraces and patios that lead up to it, and the car, the garage, is quite fancy. You're figuring, wow, that's at least a three-car garage, but it looks like it descends down into a lower level that is probably even more... It has a little bit more capacity than just three cars. Uh, I think I can get oh, a... Uh, angles, you say? No, not that sharp. Not that sharp. <laughs> uh, can I get a good sense of, like, how well-traveled this road seems? There seems to be, like, it is pretty wet out. Like, there's clearly been a recent rain. It's at this point in the late winter where things have not quite begun to thaw out there's still a pretty good bit amount of snow on the trees and on the road coming up it's been plowed and besides your tracks there hasn't been anything recent but it's been well maintained allowing anyone to to make their way without snow chains or or studs like you can tell that the way has been kept clear and it'd be pretty passable there isn't anything fresh like this fresh snow cover you're the only tracks in it but there is a you can tell that this is a path that's been well traveled over the last week or so like there are tracks just below the recent snowfall that leads you to believe that this is uh, something that's been traveled this week gotcha so you guys all park in the front and grips gets out and he's like all right well might as well go up and ring the doorbell and get the old mayor out here uh, in the meantime, Wookie um, Sam is saying that he can join. He was held up for a bit, and if that's okay, Sam, who the fuck, Sam? Yes. How dare he? No, not oh, no, scheme. Not Sam, the Sam. Scheme. That's a backwards E. That's a backwards E. Three E. Yeah, Sam. Sam. Yeah, it's always good to have more people when you're facing the unending cosmic cores of the universe. You want I friends. Can't imagine why. Yeah, no, you want friends. If one of us is going to go insane, we might as well all go insane, you know. Insane together. I mean, if everybody's all operating under the same delusion, like climate change isn't real, are you crazy? Are you? I mean, probably still, yeah, but you know... <laughs> Hey, there's no objective reality. Shush. Shush, you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, after a moment, you guys make your way up these, like, impressively well done, and it's just an artisan level of, of detail here. You make your way up the steps, and there are these totems carved into the pillars of wood that are holding up this vestibule area. The stairway that leads up to this uh, uh, front door is all meticulously carved with these different scenes of animals being chased, like a fox grabbing a rabbit and tearing it apart in the mid-moment of its death. 
You see a bear mauling a moose, but a moose at the same time is stomping on top of a wolverine that's battling with it. It's all these different scenes of nature, but predators and prey. And they're all amazingly detailed. It's as if they're, they're so lifelike, if they weren't made out of wood. And the wood is all very polished. It's this deep, almost purpley colors as it's been worked over again and again with the wood polished and worked into it, giving it an oily sheen and protecting it from the elements, but also giving it a shine. Welcome, Scheme! Hello. Scheme, do me uh, a favor. I, I want to ask, is it, is, is it Scheme or Seam? Uh, it's, it's what he pronounces it. Yeah, he pronounces it right. Scheme, what's I'm your... scheming. <laughs> over here. He's planning. He's got plans. What's your uh, character's name again? I, I forget. Seth. That's true. Seth, that's right. You're a medic. He's the other boy. Good to have him. Okay. Yep. So, so Seth, essentially, what's happened so far is you guys have arrived in a remote uh, town, really far out of town. You look at your phone. You're like, "Oh, I got no bars here," and I can't watch my TikTok. Yeah. No, you're going through TikTok Ooh. withdrawals, and all right, guys. I think we gotta. I think we gotta go. <laughs> Humanity's <laughs> fucked here. Fuck these guys. Oh. No. You are in the middle of the Washington Outback, just out in the forest. You've been called in here to investigate a string of gruesome murders, and there are reports of these strange glowing lights emanating from the forest at the same locations as these horrifically ghastly murders. Enter Delta Green, currently. And we're currently going to the mayor. To get some more information. And we're in this big uh, three story log house that's just made of wood. We're currently Uh walking by these totems and uh, wooden sculptures of animals eating each other. It's really graphic and disgusting. Just like me. Hot. Yeah, no, it is a very fancy mansion, all made of wood. And yeah, after a few moments, Gribbs goes up. Uh, the asset in which Delta Green puts you in contact with, the local, goes up to the door, rings the doorbell, and not too long, a couple minutes goes by, when a... Uh, in the in these minutes, mm-hmm. um, first of all, what's his name? I, I, I forgot. Gribbs is the asset that's leading you here. Ah, Gribbs. I totally know this person. I yeah. wanted to call him Dale Gribble, but uh, we're just going to go with Gribbs. Quan Dale Gribble. Uh, Say, say, Gribbs, how long have these wooden wooden sculptures been there? Oh, man. Like, when hey, were they moved? This property goes back quite a ways. Uh, original, uh, original settlement that came here. This is probably a, it was a hotel, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, gradually added on to over time. This is all a new uh, artistry, this carpentry here, and he's uh, pointing at the different statues and uh, different, uh, like the different, I'm not sure what you call them, like inlays? Like, what is it called when you actually like, carve into... I feel like inlays is close to right. Yeah. Like, you could probably use that word and that makes sense. 
There's probably a better Maybe. carpentry word for it, but yeah, you can tell there's like these elaborate scenes of like these. I mean, they seem a little bit like on the more gruesome, like uh, violent side. They are all. It's, like... it's very impressive. The detail level is very high, but they all are. They have a recurrent theme of predators chasing prey in these moments of. Of like either capture or being descended upon and eaten. It's a, a very graphic. So it's a fetish. I wouldn't. There's nothing sexual about it. There's no. There's not like a bear having sex with I, another I bear. I don't know. But, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, they're well, they're asking questions. Uh, Jacobs is going to put on some sunglasses and work on repressing all of this knowledge. <laughs> Good call. Here's some alcohol, buddy. <laughs> I don't need yeah, to know anything. Was, I'm really glad you're here, Seth. I was totally here the entire time. This would be pretty desperate without you. Two I people know, right? usually aren't enough. I'm Especially with character. things we've met before. Oh, I'm the it's protagonist. I'm glad you're here too, John. <laughs> oh, wait. Your name's Arthur. No, no. I forgot. Oh, no, it's John. I, oops. <laughs> Blowing my cover here, bro. Getting all of this information, too. (laughs) Uh, Seth, John, and Jacob, you all turn as the door opens. And this is a meaty door. You can tell just by the weight of it as it moves. This is a thick boy. Wait. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like it was actually made of meat. And I was about to throw up. (laughs) No, it's made of wood. It's made of wood. (laughs) It's a meaty door. Yeah, it's dripping blood and opens up, and there's a well-dressed gentleman. He is in a suit, uh, buttoned up, looking uh, to the nines. Got a classic like black suit and a uh, red tie. Comes out. So he's the villain. <laughs> no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. He's wearing a blue tie. Comes oh, out. Okay, he's, he's perfectly he's, reasonable. He's, he's, he's so nice. <laughs> ah, okay. Phew! Comes out. Introduces himself. Uh, uh, shakes hands with Gribbs. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Mayor uh, Keanu Naki. Uh, he's been elected the last uh, few years and really turned this place around. Uh, a wonderful, um, wonderful uh, leadership that we've received here from this uh, this man here. Pleasure to meet you all. Hello. Glad to meet you. Fantastic. I'm nice, glad you're here. Nice to meet you. I still got my my vampire uh, vid <laughs> from first <laughs> mission. Oh, oh, that's hilarious. No, I'm glad the government's here, and it sounds like you all have a fantastic sense of humor. I'm glad that old Uncle Sam has taken interest in our little community, and I know things can slip through the cracks, and it doesn't go unappreciated that you all have made time for us. Darn, who the hell is Sam? I think it's a euphemism for the U.S. government. What's a euphemism? <laughs> you don't know what a euphemism is? I forgot. I, 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 I didn't study linguistics. I'm a doctor. It, it's like 10th grade English. Um, I didn't make yes, it that we will, we will handle this for now. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. Well, fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take you on over to the Latest scene, unfortunately. The, uh, mayor's name again? Uh, the mayor's name is uh, Mayor Kiananaki. I thought you were going to say I'm gonna, Keanu. Uh, 
I'm gonna write that down on a notepad and pretend I know how to spell that. It's uh, K. It's probably uh, K. I'll let Wookie do it. It's uh, K. Got um, it. My spelling is uh, K E A N U, and for the last name N, uh, uh, K N O C K E E. Yes, nope, perfect. Yeah, Mary Kay is probably probably good enough. Yeah, all right. So you guys all pile into the car, and he's uh, as he drives you along in his. Yeah, we're, yeah. He, uh, you all jump into his car and uh, taking you. Uh, after a moment, he comes out of this uh, very fancy garage with a brand new H2 Hummer. I don't know how I feel about that. He's rich to me. You all pile in, and as you guys make your way over to this small parking lot at the end of the uh, trailhead, he's going into this series of pretty gruesome murders, giving you the details. It's unfortunate that it's it's come out on this. It's really hitting our community hard, and it's been entire families. You know, for the most part, it hasn't been the individuals coming out, you know, come through our town it's just been members of our local community which is seem odd to us it's you would expect that you know accidents happen out here in the forest people go missing but nothing like this just entire families getting well massacred it's 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 been difficult to deal with the community they feel like they're under assault the tension's high I've been trying to do my best to placate everyone and keep them sensible, but unfortunately the local militias are getting riled up. And I don't think I'll be able to you know, keep wonder, you know, keep the bit tied, reined in on them for much longer. Things are going to get out of hand, and I'm exceptionally happy to see you out here and, and putting our best foot forward. It really makes the law and order folk, it reinforces our position to have some support from the men in black such as he is. Wait, I'm not wearing black. Uh, I apologize, sir. Men in black is a different, uh, we're not part of that faction necessarily. <laughs> yeah, we're not Will Smith. <laughs> I'd like to have Will Smith out here right now, I'll tell you. But nah, it's just to you. He slap away the murder. Wow. Wow. Just going for the slap. All, all just... Just going right to it, are we? God damn. Exactly. What else am I supposed to do? Damn it, Seth. <laughs> well, you all make it uh, to the end of this. Uh, it doesn't take long. Like, this is a very small town coming up over the ridge as you guys drive over these very thin one, one lane roads. You pass a couple people and you have to squeeze into the shoulder, these passbys, and, and they're very tight mountainous roads and you come up over a ridge and look down into this sprawling lake at the bottom of this valley surrounded by these peaks of mountains it's clear that these these snow peaks these snow-capped peaks are all draining down into these uh, these uh, series of lakes at the bottom of this valley of which the town sits around and lake cushman seems to be like the biggest one of them and uh, coming back down the hill you arrive at a small trailhead and all coming out of the car begin to make your way checking your gear making sure that the bear spray and the guns are secured head up and start walking into this 
a very scenic and easy trail that goes along the side of the lake. Um, I think this would be a good point to clarify uh, equipment. I think you're right. So, all of you have the standard issue firearms, or your own particular firearms that you'd like to bring as part of this operation. Also, anything that you want as part of this day trip, as uh, as part of this excursion, you would have been outfitted with. So, if you'd like to tell me now what specifically you're carrying as you um, as you kind of go over your gear in the back of the... Uh, on the back of the truck and then loaded into the mare's uh, Hummer that will say that you have these uh, yeah like backpacking backpacks but but they're all black and tactical I have mm. medical gear and like a baseball bat uh, actually steel boots because those are cooler <laughs> oh I was gonna say you got the baseball bat from the Ron Tagatha uh, okay it's uh, <laughs> still flaked with blood Ball. Yeah, so steel boots, medical pack, gotcha. How about you, John? What do you have? I have a D10, as in medium-sized pistol, as my standard issue. I, uh, as before, I still carry a small notebook and a ballpoint pen. Uh, due to my experiences with the vampires, I have an audio recording device in order to gather evidence and, you know, for other purposes, whatever, whatever I would need it for. A first aid okay. kit, because first aid kits are awesome. A flashlight, bug and bear spray. I carry two spray bottles now. Brass knuckles. Oh, that's and, me. Um, uh, the four explosive devices, as in it's probably C4 or something, from the Rontagoth mission. Never can have too much dynamite. And how about you, Jacob? What are you carrying? Uh, so he's got a notepad a pen and a few pencils, a hundred foot of paracord, a set of handcuffs, chalk, candles, a matchbox, a Swiss army knife, and then a matchbox, rags, and two glass bottles filled with diesel. Yep, yeah, always (laughs) need plenty of diesel. This is America. Uh, I mean, with a matchbox and rags. So, diesel isn't the best thing for Molotovs, so you want gasoline for Molotovs, but... but it will burn longer. Yeah. Question. Yeah, yeah. and it's America. from the vampire mission? Oh, you want body armor on your hike? I was saying, do I still have it from before? <laughs> no, yeah, you got plenty of body armor. In fact, you got all the heaviest body armor that you can go ahead and just take up on your hike. Good idea. Sure. I don't see why not. I mean, my strength I mean, is technically, 70. we still have it from Rontagoth, but honestly, hiking with all the armor, that's like suicide. I mean, all my stats are above a 65, so... I wanted to say, yeah, so Seth is immediately dehydrated. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, I apologize. Ooh, uh, I can't see it, but I I'm a bro. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. also a canteen. Yeah, no, so because the... Duh. Yeah, the only person not dehydrated is Jacob. As you all proceed deep into the forest and immediately run out of water. No, okay. No. This is a game. You got got your body armor, and there's no detrimental effects from going up into elevation and physically exerting yourself from wearing it. Yep. (laughs) Because game. (laughs) Shit. So you guys... I don't have the common sense. I'm only smart, book smart, to study medicine 
I'm a healer. I didn't learn about about your street smarts, all right? Uh, so yeah, you guys continue on this trail, and you go the, up. Uh, hmm? I apologize. Are the uh, mayor and Gribbs leading us in here, or did they just kind of point us in a direction and say, "Go on ahead"? Now, Mayor and Gribbs are with the group. They are taking point, leading you guys up to the most recent murder scene, in the hopes gotcha. that you'll be All able right, guys, to get it. In the hopes that you'll be able to pick up some kind of trail in your investigation, perhaps something they missed, some kind of piece of evidence that will lead you to the perpetrators of this ongoing string of intense and grisly murders. And it doesn't take long. This is a... Of the works and the projects completed by the CCC, the Civilian Conservation Corps in the 1930s, everything was built up by these young men who needed jobs and the government wanted to essentially prevent from burning this motherfucker down to keep the aristocracy and the ruling class of this country ensconced while still allowing a middle class for, you know, a decade or two to develop. They sent these young men out here cutting and uh, digging a trail and they built up a very leisurely walk on the rim of Cushman Lake. It goes, you know, you looked at the trailhead, there's a little bit of a, uh, a plank of wood carved into it with a very, you know, pretty much flat a trail that goes about two miles back around the side of the lake. So it's not overly exerting to make your way through this wonderful terrain. And it's beautiful. It's... It's at the end of the day, the sun is just about to fall below the mountains overhead, and the sun is reflecting off the lake. It's not blaring. It is the hard light of a deep winter day, though. And as you guys come to the end of this trail, you immediately smell something foul. There is a rot in the air as you crest into this camp area. You see that there are some tents that are disheveled. There's a broken tent poles and they have been deflated on the ground. There is also a smoldering fire that continually throws a plume of this acrid smoke up into the air. And it looks as if a bear has just run through this family's campground. You're not sure how many people are here or how many... It seems like there are two tents or the remnants of them but you immediately you feel like something isn't right as you hear this cocaine bear it's not a bug bear no it's cocaine bear why would a cocaine bear make buzzing noises Seth because you've made a lot of references to bear up to this point um during the hike um could I have asked the mayor about his statement earlier that uh, no people that just came through the town as travelers were attacked, and if that's a coincidence or a deliberate choice. I'll be perfectly honest, there's been uh, quite a few disappearances over the years, and I have to say it's probably a, um, how would you say it, an oversight on part of the local police uh, to not include some of the people who have been disappearing from outside of the local community, it's your 
Oh, wait, no, that's not. That's more Gribs-ish. I gotta keep these guys straight. So, yeah, yeah, it's, um, Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, I do uh, enjoy sucking on some cock from time to time, but that's not what we're talking about here. That's, wait, wait, oh. <laughs> So, uh, no, I, I believe there are some people who have gone missing, probably from the Seattle area or, or the surrounding country, but... For the most part, local police are only interested in the locals who go missing, and for my own awareness, it is the local community's missing families that have sent everyone into a kerfuffle. There is a, a high level of tension because of, I believe the, uh, the county clerk and the convenience store owner and their family have all been missing for some time now. Yeah, God, what's that smell? So you would say the murder of targets? the people that live here, and mostly nobody else. I think it might be a, uh, crime opportunity, personally. Some kind of psycho escape from an asylum, or who knows, it might be even something more rich. nefarious. There are rumors of Sasquatch. Did anybody go missing before the murder started? Like, shortly before? There are rumors going back all the way to the Indians of large hairy man coming through and eviscerating people from the camp in the, at the local village. I personally think that's, you know, tall tales meant to scale children. Hey, man. The beast man wouldn't be smart enough to organize such a string of murders on his own. Hey, that sounds racist. They could be smart, probably not. I'm gonna go with probably They're now. They're made up. I'm gonna go ahead hey, and, uh... hey, listen. We fought rich vampires in our deity from beyond our comprehension. I don't want to uh, okay, okay. I don't want to hear that. Okay, alright. Yes, uh, I, I, I know you weren't good at English, but those were clearly a metaphor <laughs> for, the, for the draining of the proletariat by the rich. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah, I hear you, brother. Those rich people always sucking us dry. Yeah, they are vampires. <laughs> Good one. Uh, hey, yeah. uh, we're literal. That's a, that's a long high crack. They were just a metaphor, Stan. Uh, uh, totally, for sure. It's about a two-mile hike. You guys have been going for about 30 minutes, so you're getting to the end of the hike here, yeah. I'd say in total, a uh, round trip, it'd probably be an hour to an hour and a half. So you're about the halfway point. You're getting to the end where this this camp is. And there is an overwhelming smell of sour, sweet meat. And the it's buzzing. Me, sorry. It's because I'm wearing the armor. God damn it, Seth. And <laughs> you get sweaty in there. <laughs> is there enough time to try and, like, grab names and any commonalities we can try and find between uh, the families. Like, maybe a lot of them were hikers or anything similar to that. There is a commonality between them. You do... Are you already able to put together that they are avid outdoorsmen or outdoors peoples, folks? And they... Yeah, they're all going missing when they go out into the woods. The mayor is emphatic on that point that they have continually been disappearing when either backpacking or backcountry skiing. Whenever they've gone deep or outside of the city, that's when they've been going missing and vanishing. And the... So, that, so that's what you mean by crime of opportunity. Right. And that is what set the community so far on edge. 
You didn't... It didn't seem overly weird as you passed through town, but now that you think back on it, there were people hanging out at the outskirts of town in their trucks, automatic rifles mounted in the rear view windows of their trucks. Honestly, it's a small town. You just kind of assume that's normally a thing. It's America. That's standard. Yeah, but... But then you... It's not unusual. Then you notice that they were at both ends of the road coming in and out of town. They're keeping point. They're keeping watch. Checkpoints. Keeping track of who's entering and who's... Uh, I guess we're just approaching that, uh, that area then? You come across the last few steps of this campsite, and you do see these tents that have been collapsed. There's trash, gear scattered everywhere, and as you guys begin to pick your way through the scene... You can see Gribs and Mier and Meow, Kianonaki, very distressed, each one of them showing signs of consternation. They're f- uh, they're, they're frown, they're frown, they frown and grimace, their furrows furrow, their burrows furrow? Meow. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> brows burrow? Their brows furrow, thank you. <laughs> Got there eventually, long walk. I don't know really how to react to this information, to be honest. I guess I'll start searching the collapsed tents if nobody else is going to look through the things. We we stare at you expectantly because you're the new guy. (laughs) Ah, yes. I don't don't know what's happening, but I guess I'm just going to start searching. Whatever your name is. I never never introduced myself to you before. Jacob, this is Seth. Seth, Jacob. You guys. For uh, this mission, it's Jacob's. Yes. This is, there's a reason why I named Seth, I named my character Seth, and you can totally guess it if you know the reason. The reason um, I mean, is I know Egyptian you. Mythology, so. <laughs> yeah, so standing around, Seth, John, you look over to Jacobs as the the new guy. Yeah, it's uh, it's the grunt's time to to prove himself. What do you do, Jacobs? Uh, yeah, I'm just fucking searching through the belongings and all that, but looking at all the evidence that's there, it's like. Is this why they brought us here at all? Seems suspicious that all this camp gear is strewn about, mm, disheveledly. Hmm, sus. Yeah, go ahead and give us a search roll. See what's here. Uh, how do I roll this? Roll a d100. Right. I meant like, our is there like a dice bot or? There is. If you go to the dice rolls channel, you can roll in there, or you can roll a physical d100 dice. If you'd like to roll in the dice roll channel, it's going to be slash roll, R-O-L-L, space, 1-D-100. Just D-100. Ah, powerful. I fail. <laughs> I searched too hard. <laughs> Everything is, like, pretty clearly this scene has been here for a few days. Everything is crusted into the freshly fallen snow, so you try and pick through it. And it's difficult because it's all been frozen together. You're trying to find any kind of backpacks, any kind of identifying information about the family that's been here, and you are able to get a wallet. But it's like it's frozen into the ground like something heavy. A big foot squashed it into the mud, and then the mud froze over. So you're able to get like a, a cube of frozen mud wallet, but it's difficult to open, so you're you're trying to like get a knife and like hack it open. It's, it's a it's a time. All right, Jacobs, I'm gonna help you search because you're the new guy, and I'm so nice. 
I sure did. I yeah. said it, it got squashed into the ground. A big foot. I must have stopped on it. If only I'd heard of anything matching that description. Unfortunately, I haven't, so... I've never heard of that either. If there were any mythical creature that had a squash in its name. You might be sassy. <laughs> anyway, I rolled a 31 on research roll, which is actually successful. Alright, so yeah, absolutely. Seth, you immediately see, walking through these... It's not quite snow, it's slush that throws. So there are these big feet footprints heading off just into the distance around the side of the campsite that goes along the lake, the shore of the lake. And it doesn't go far, and you can tell that the rot, the smell of sour sweetness, is coming from that direction. And then, yeah, you see this trail, these tracks, and you see to the side of these large footprints, drag marks on either side, as if something something big was dragging something along on each side of him. Must be a bear. Uh, I just want to reconfirm our mission is to bury this incident, not to necessarily find out what actually happened, correct? Hey, Jacobs. Well, I would hope that you're able to find and discover what's causing this string of events, not just Oh, simply... no, I was asking, like, what we were told originally. I apologize not talking to the men. Oh, sorry, well, I'll just plug my ears and hum. Uh... Thank you. <laughs> I have dementia. <laughs> I instantly forget. As agents of Delta Green, you are part of a particular government agency, much like the X-Files, where you are tasked with getting to the bottom of the supernatural. But instead of trying to make contact or discover the truth, your mission is to protect humanity from descending into madness. And blocking, yes, and blocking off these extra-dimensional incursions and these alien contacts from harming humanity. So your job is to protect and cover up. So your mission, in this case, would be to discover what is causing this ongoing string of murders, investigate, determine the cause, neutralize it, and then bury the evidence. Gotcha. Jacob, what's up? Did you, uh, John, me too. I found these big feet footprints. <laughs> I found this big trail of big feet going off into this direction where this thickly smell of, I don't know, death, I guess, is that way. Interesting. That's a good thing. Let me take a picture of that. To, to the eventual murderer. I take out my brand new iPhone. <laughs> my iPhone 14. That is the exact same as the 13. The reason none of us have shared numbers is because I'm actually on Android. <laughs> I'm also on Android. <laughs> ah, so he's just the only one out of the loop. Got it. No, the group we actually received iPhones at the beginning of the mission. In, in uh, real I have my own personal I'm Android sorry. like an idiot. Yeah, same. <laughs> It's like, yeah, but I like all my widgets, you know? Same. Same. And I also like having a potential extra bomb that I can throw at the enemy. 
Whoa, whoa. iPhones never catch on fire. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't about. talking about iPhones. I was talking, oh, well, I think that happened at least like once or twice. But like Androids are more notable for that. Get it? Because it was the Samsung Note that blew up. That was, I was thinking of the Note. That's right. God, you can't even bring them on the planes or whatever. <laughs> Fucking drop out of the sky as a fireball. I, m- I made it funny because I said notable. <laughs> Get the joke. <laughs> More importantly than your big feet discovery, I think I've pried out a piece of this driver's license. It's got a Q on there somewhere. Give me that. I'll pry it open for you. I'm strong boy. Actually, just a receipt that had a Q on there. <laughs> okay, so you guys following this trail. It doesn't take you long to come across this gruesome murder scene at the edge of, of the lake. It's a family. And you can tell that they were on the little snow walk. Out here, they're still in their puffy jackets, and what's left of their tattered clothing hangs around them in rags, and you see that they have been completely eviscerated. And not only that, they hang from the trees on the edge of this lake, and their organs and their intestine are dangling around them, securing them to the branches of the trees they hang there their heads have been cut off and reattached to where their sexual organs used to or would have been exchanged with one another. They are all connected together. There are intestines stuffed into each other's mouths, the different tracks of their bodies sewn together with fleshy sinew. They've been human centipeded together. I was just about to say that. My immediate reaction is to turn to the uh, mayor and Grimms and be like, hey guys, let's get away from here. Y'all don't need to see this. My immediate like, reaction is to tell Jacob to not tell them that. Be like, you guys need to not be here right this second. I don't know what you mean. As a city official, it is my duty to... Oh God. You like a human centipede, <laughs> uh, sir mayor. Oh God. And, <laughs> and Gribbs is going to immediately just start hacking into the lake and he's going to wade out to, to his like waist and uh, fall to his knees and and start burying his head in the icy cold waters trying to trying to get a hold of himself oh god no no this this shouldn't happen to the jenkins they were good folk they were good folk well sometimes people don't like good folk and like to make good folk uh dead folk and in this case human centipede folk (laughs) <laughs> I'm an amazing therapist. Please hire me. <laughs> uh, well, I tried to do something good. Uh, this has become a lost cause. I guess it's time to focus on the case again. So the people are yeah. already scarred for life. Any hey, of listen, you? I said, to be fair, I was going to say my immediate reaction is to tell you to shut up and say, do not come over here. But I no, that was my point. Was I was going to make them go away uh, rather than seeing this. <laughs> Ow. Damage is done. Any of you that would like to do a spot hidden check? Wait, oh, is that yeah. a is that a check Ow. in this system? Uh, I do not see that. I see search. Yeah, this is going to be a search. I think. Yeah, spot hidden is uh, Call of Cthulhu. Maybe. Uh, I got a twenty-six. Is that a success? Uh, I failed again. Oh. What's your search percent? Mine's forty. I should not. This is be alertness. Seventy. Thanks. I've gotten a seventy-four and an eighty-one so far. Uh, Those of you that would like to roll an alertness instead of a search, I'll accept that as well. John? 
Oh, yeah. I sh okay, yeah, I, I prefer that as well, because my alertness is epically. You already succeeded. Alright, so I'm going to need you all to roll sanity checks as you look at this <laughs> horrifying just scene. just the sanity points number? Correct. So you're going to roll a d100, and you're going to compare that to the sanity score that you have. 50. Is that uh, a success? So or a I've failure? got like a grayed That's out six, number. Six, in... 63. Ah, so the grayed out number is going to be your current sanity. So your character starts with, uh, I believe sanity is um, is power minus something or other. Mm, I want to say it's power minus your like occult skill or something like that. I'll look it up. But yeah, so your sanity score is going to usually go in the wrong direction. And the grayed out number for the current category will be what it is after your... The sanity has been subtracted from your sanity rolls from your maximum. Okay, so I don't start out with the maximum. Yes, you do start out with the maximum. But oh, I'm about okay. to I'm about to take some away from you. Possibly? Well me and John succeeded, I assume. Oh, I succeeded, yeah. Oh you I did failed. succeed. Again. Alright. Still failed. staying in the seventies. Okay, this is a good failure. You didn't want to succeed. This, here. Was D &D. this is a role you did not want to succeed at. So Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Good at repressing that info. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yeah, you don't you don't want to repress you want repression. You you don't those, want those sunglasses go right back on. <laughs> <laughs> He's too cool for sanity loss. So I'm gonna need Jacobs, you to roll a D four and subtract that from your sanity score. What you, Seth and John see is the subtlest pulsing from these people. You see, in this moment, this still, cold winter day, as the slightest of gusts breeze through the scene of icy death, there is a sheen of frost that has developed on these family members, the children, the wife, the father. They're all interconnected, but they're pulsing and twitching. They're still alive. They're breathing. Hey guys, it's a chilly day out, huh? <laughs> they should. Okay, they should. Okay, you know what? I may sound like an ass, but they should. Okay, I'm shooting. Or not. I'm shooting point blank at them. <laughs> the they breathing. are human centipeded. There's no saving them. I am rolling to point blank, straight up fire at them. Waspy wheezes. Seth, you see one of them, a streaming piss comes down onto the mossy ground you take out your gun and you start shooting at them yeah I do that what's the um, what's the bonuses for rolling that point blank oh no you're just gonna blow all their heads off okay. I'm gonna need you both uh, Seth and John to roll d8s that's gonna be your sanity loss hi and then I'll roll Jacobs. this word in the chat so, I'll, so everyone can see it ow like desperately seeing if I can find signal because I think these guys are now insane. Well, I think <laughs> I think Scheme is insane. John seems fine. He's just along oh, yeah. for the ride too. Yeah, I'm also yeah, I'm just insane because I probably have antisocial personality disorder. Uh no, I think you just randomly shot dead bodies for no reason. Very yeah, nice. honestly that was kind of step too far. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that I mean, they were no, even moving. No, I was just like, I don't know. 
All right, so you guys rolled well. Two points of sanity damage to you, John. Three points to you, Scheme. All right, I got 60 sanity. Let's go. Yeah, wait wait a second. I need to look something up. Um, he opens his laptop is... onto Google. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you got Starlink. You're fine. You got, you're connected. And then, uh, Jacobs, you're going to go ahead. You rolled well as well. You're going to take one point of sanity damage and then another point of sanity damage. As you see Seth just open up into what you thought were corpses. Uh, I can't oh, still oh, believe they're corpses. They I were... can't just believe that he's insane. Yeah, yeah, you're rationalizing. Yeah, sure, just just only the one from what you rolled. You, you're able to, to okay, justify. Okay, but what if I roll persuade on him that I'm not insane? That's what your problem. Them, they were you actually can, moving you can make me believe that you think you're not insane all you want. Okay, but what if I roll persuade on you that they were twitching and were still alive? I will believe that you think you saw that. I will truly believe that. Okay, 25. You will believe that I believe that. Yes. <laughs> um, I can actually attest that I've seen it too. Shaky. Note to my logs, both partners seem to be suffering some sort of PTSD from missions? Well, I don't have PTSD. I just have diagnosed social, social, sociopathy. A little bit rattled, you guys make your way back to town. Conversing, justifying, rationalizing as you make your way back to the, the Hummer of the police. The mayor, he is grim. He has a a rock-hard expression. Gribs is a mess. You can tell, like, this has been extremely affecting. Not only because this is yet another scene of murder that he's come across, an ongoing one in the string of murders. It is having a hard time on him. And you guys are returned to your vehicle, and you set up in the hotel room of this small mountain community to gather your evidence and plan out your next move. And so we're going to take a five-minute break. What if I give the guy an, uh, antidepressants and I roll pharmacy for that? No, 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 no. Oh, thanks, man. I needed that. Oh, God, I need things stronger. Uh, that was the strongest I was allowed to have. I'm oh, damn it. Third. This is the In any case, antidepressants are long-term, not short-term benefits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, had them. I don't even, like, I just give them enough to stay them over for, like, a month. Oh, good, good. I'm gonna need a... I'm gonna need more. You got okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Do not take more than like two, within like a couple hours. He just takes a fistful. Okay, you're gonna be a vegetable by the end of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably for the best. I, I don't want to remember anymore. Oh, you'll still remember me. Your mind will be funny. Your body won't. Damn it. That thing. You'll just be even more trapped. I don't feel very good. Uh, now I'm gonna roll medicine on you, <laughs> or not medicine, now I'm gonna roll first aid on you. <laughs> so as if a minister's Ipecac, we're gonna go ahead and take a five minute break. <laughs> this is how we do Party's here on the west side So I reach for my 40 and I turn it up 
designated driver Take the keys to my truck Hit the shark cause I'm faded Honey's in the streets Say money, yo, we made it It feels so good in my hood tonight The summertime skirts and the guys in canile The gangbangers forgot about the drive-by You gotta get your groove on Before you go get paid So tip up your cup and throw your hands up And let me hear the party say I'm kinda buzzed and it's all because This is how we do it South Central doesn't like nobody does Well, I assume y'all all, uh, actually built characters rather than described one of those pregens. Oh yeah, this has been my recurring so. character for like three times out of four. I wasn't right. here for the last one. I was like, comparatively, my guy has 115. Everything else is lower. Number 15. What is I have human? What's what? Oh, human, human? That's human intelligence. Or something mm, like that. What does that mean? I forgot. Like interpersonal stuff. Anything yeah. not covered by simple charisma checks. Okay, so like if you're not trying to talk to somebody, you're just trying to like figure things out about them. Oh yeah, that's why mm. my human intelligence. For example, one time a Wookiee, one time Wookiee asked me for a human intelligence check when I tried to intimidate someone. Uh, because there's not yeah. an intimidate skill, yeah. So if I roll to seduce the dragon in this game, if there is one, I use human. No, no, no. Human no, intelligence. Human is charisma. Mm. So that's not a human. Okay, to be fair, my charisma is actually higher than human. And by that, I mean they're the same, so I'll still be fine. <laughs> I'm still slightly sick. It's an interesting game system, by the way. It really I is. I've played nothing mm. like it. I've never even actually played Call of Cthulhu. I just heard about it. I never played Call of Cthulhu either. I played Delta Green, though. Which but, is now. Uh, but I like this kind of stuff. It's fun. Damn. Mm-hmm. But do you know what's even more fun? Losing sanity. Exactly. You want to lose it with us? Uh, you Join know, us. I think Join. I'm cool. Join uh, Wookie. I think uh, I think he stepped out. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm he's just a D4. Ooh, that was a close one. Good thing I didn't roll a zero on a dice that on, on a die that doesn't have a zero. What were you rolling for? Um, when you took the choice to shoot these people, my sanity was just two points above my breaking point. Oh. The breaking point? Yeah. You are actively contributing to my demise. Now, what is the breaking point? The breaking point's where you go cray. No, I meant like, how do you... Exactly. How do you find that number or whatever? Yeah, I, I need to know that too. That's a good question. It is blank. your... Um, so instead of your sanity, which at its max is five times your power, the breaking point is four times your power. So your power less than your sanity. Uh-uh. Okay. So my sanity I... is higher than five times my power, though. Really? Yeah, it's at sixty. Okay, related that. Oh, mine's also at sixty. Well, I'll have to look that up. But I've also lost some. I like I had higher power because like my power is eighty. So if like by that logic, I I have like. High sanity, but like I don't know if that's correct or not. Um, yeah, let me check the rules for. I just clicked on this character. Sheet. I have no idea how it was built. Mm-hmm. Temporary insanity. 
page 69. Nice. An agent who loses five points or more of sanity in a single roll suffers from temporary insanity. Good thing we didn't do that. Mm -hmm. I remember this. Okay. So if you lose five points or more, I'm going to ask you to pick in descending or sending order what you're most likely to do. Flee. Fight. Fight or... Freeze. Yes, thank you. Of those three. That's good. In this happen. game, it's a flee struggle or submit. Flee struggle or submit. So Assuming this becomes an ongoing thing, I will have to, like, remake this guy. This this seems interesting. Yeah, no, I'm uh, happy to help you make up your own character, but uh, for tonight, we'll go ahead and just roll with the pre-mate. And then it looks like. I was gonna say, like, there's no time for. <laughs> yeah. There's no time! Uh, disorder. <laughs> An agent whose sanity reaches the breaking point gains a disorder. When suffering from a disorder, the mind maladapts to mental trauma with long-term neuroses. A disorder is like a release valve for intolerable stress. Indulging in it helps your agent cope. It's possible to suffer from multiple disorders at the same time. Blah, blah, blah. So it looks like you're going to have addiction, depression... Uh, explosive, di- intermittent explosive disorder, like, ligerophobia, a fear of loud noises, yeah, PTSD, so all the fun, you know, standard uh, depression, and yeah, all the fun fugue states. So what about psychopathy or sociopathy? So, those are two very different things, um... Psychopathy is when you are suffering from active hallucinations or delusions, such as I see people, I hear things, or I believe... psychosis. Yes, psychosis. What'd you say? I said psychopathy, like when you have like an antisocial personality disorder, but pushed to the max, you actively go out to hurt people and can mask you not having it very well and seem like a very charming person. So I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to pop that balloon right now. It's genetic. You can't acquire it. That's a shame. Oh ho ho! But in Delta Green, let's see what this system has to say about it. I, I'm pretty sure it's the same. Uh, this uh, psychopathy. This goes beyond ordinary sociopathy. At zero sanity, empathy has been burned out of your agent. The feelings, so I was right. the feelings and needs of others cannot touch him or her. People are mere objects for his or her amusement or use. Your agent sometimes engages in appalling, merciless actions for gratification. Some psychopaths with zero sanity appear fine. They are no longer emotionally functional or concerned with people on a human scale, but they keep a simulated veneer of civility. Many serial killers have been classified as functional psychopaths. So, I was close. So, in real world, John, I think you are correct. It is something that is like a um, a neurological neurological. Yeah, neurological genetic thing, but in this game, it sounds like when you lose all your sanity, you become crazy psychopath, man. Why the American psycho? I'd say so myself. <laughs> On that note, if you lose all your sanity and get to zero, then you become an NPC, and the keeper gets your character. 
Very similar I, to Call of Cthulhu there. I like that. That's kind of funny. You become an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but it does look like there are ways to recover sanity. Therapy, home life, destroying the unnatural. So you can actually, you can actually get your sanity back by completing uh, these missions and saving humanity from the million. Yeah, yeah. I can get back my sanity. Yeah, it looks like I like. should have been offering you guys at the end of the sessions chances uh, to get your sanity back because you definitely have been destroying gods or, or minor gods and, and such with mythos. Yeah. So probably having at least some home time in between missions. Yeah. No, not at all. We're constantly oh, okay. being sent out. <laughs> Shush, you oh, okay. This is Call of Duty, not Call of Cthulhu. Like, guys, I, I have vacation <laughs> days. What are you doing? You can't just keep running me out. <laughs> they send you out on your vacation day. They send you out to the Bahamas. You're like, oh, nice. So there's like some kind of zombie crisis there. Oh, no, I'm on PTO. You guys are going to have to handle this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I looked doctor's appointments to get away from work. I looked it up and your sanity does actually equal your power times five. Um, I have no idea how my sanity point maximum is higher than that then. Uh, should I change it? No, don't worry about Probably. it for the one shot. You're you're fine. Right. Oh yeah, and breaking okay, points. Oh so yeah, it was fine. It was um, fine for me. I think wait, breaking no, points is also um, sanity minus power. So power times four, effectively. So uh, I shouldn't have 60, I should have 400 minus what I've lost. Right, let's get back into it, shall we? Times five. So you are discovering yourselves by going through the How to Be a Human textbook. Though also compiling the different evidence, as you've seen from the day. You have the a mud-encrusted wallet that you're able to thaw out and start going through, identifying the victim's... It says that Williams Jenkins was the gentleman that uh, was hung up in the tree from his own guts before he was summarily cut down by Seth. They were in a tree? I thought they were together. They were hanging, dangling up in a tree from their own intestines. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Good, good family quality time. So. Nice family vacation. How's it hanging, guys? <laughs> so how would you all like to proceed? I would like to repress everything. Ah, mad yeah. after my own heart. <laughs> Wise. Except that I don't have sunglasses. I have brass knuckles. I feel like they don't block the sun quite as well. They, they're I mean, not you supposed do. to block the sun. I like the sun, unlike you emos. Uh, so I'll go to uh, the guy who hasn't just shot somebody today. Hey, John, uh... <laughs> What do you think in here? Yeah. I think the plan is, do we go follow those prints or follow up with the uh, the humans or... Follow the prince. Follow the prince. Take out the man. And uh, money. Um, Jacob, I think whatever we do, we are going to have to put ourselves in some kind of danger. Uh, any way we should try and prepare while we're still in town then? Jacob's... Jacob, we're, we're at our best right now. Best thing to do is to get it over quickly and um, keep an eye open for anything that might move. 
I just guess we know we're going up against kind of like we should uh we might have some things here in town that we could grab that might help, but I don't know. What Jacob, all, you believe all me, have. right? Uh, yeah, totally. Jacob, you don't sell so sure. Oh, yeah, that, totally. I want to roll human intelligence on him to see if he. I believe that he believes me. Inside check. I don't think that's a, is inside a skill. No, you're right, human intelligence. Human int. <laughs> 26, I succeed. All right, do, Jacobs, do you believe him or not? I believe that he believes Jacob. what he says is true. Jacobs, this is actual. <laughs> not an opinion. They were movies. There, if you if you ever get a look at my notebook, it's like a whole bunch of this Seth guy is definitely untrustworthy. <laughs> the. <laughs> My higher-ups definitely need to be informed that this guy can't be trusted. <laughs> I can't be a trusted. Lot of ability. I, my, my experience in the medical field is the reason why I'm here. Actually, I don't know why I'm here. I have no memory before I came here. Man states memory <laughs> and is still sent out by HQ. Send out resumes in morning. <laughs> Going over the notes, you all decide that there are a couple pertinent measures or uh, promising avenues of investigation. We could follow up back on the tracks, the ones that you saw going away from the campsite that might lead to perpetrator themselves. There are also, from the reports that you got from Delta Green, the handler going through the Manila envelope, different reports there are reported sightings of these strange lights that always seem to precede the murders and then there are the different factions in town it might be worth questioning the different checkpoints set up on the uh road coming in and out of town seeing what these folks know seeing if it might be something uh additional information that could be gleaned from the local armed populace. I think we should take out the threat immediately. I'm gonna... Or question people. I was gonna say, I'm gonna go ahead and cross-reference everything that the mayor and, uh, Gribbs said today and just, like, see if I can catch anything out. That's fair. Maybe see if they're, like, hiding anything, or... I wanna go think back and be like, hey, were there any times where they definitely seemed a little iffy before telling us something, you know? I want to see I'm if I can mask my mentally ill personality so Jacobs believes me. Uh, so yeah, you've actually got that audio recorder, right? I do, yeah. And I've probably so yeah, that'll definitely help us, like, yeah. That'll definitely help us go through all the info. So go ahead and give I me can... a forensics or an anthropology. No, it'd be more like a psychology. Is psychology a skill here? Human? Um, there is human intelligence for standards, um, like, um, sensing people's thoughts out and for dealing with people who are struggling there is psychotherapy so this is going to be a psychotherapy or a forensics role as you go through your evidence and try and i'm not a uh i think like profiling is a bunch of bullshit but we'll go ahead and it's a game you know we'll go ahead and suspend disbelief so you're going to take a plus 20 to your role here so your skill, uh, psychotherapy... That's either way. I got a 24. Nice. So going Success. through your notes. With the bonus, so... 
Ooh, fancy. So, you are going through your notes. You're comparing the different interactions between you, Gribs, Merikianonaki. Something's off. You can't quite put your finger on it. It's something like out of place. It's like looking at a, a set of silverware and one spoon just being a little bit bigger than the rest. It's hard to see visually. It's hard to put your... It's hard to suss it out immediately. But there's something wrong with how the mayor was reacting to the scene of extreme violence. It was almost like he was ushering you in to the horrific, gruesome murder. And once there, he was like an actor. You feel like it was a false flag almost, where you were being put in front of a pageant. I feel like I'm like comparing how Gribbs reacted to the mayor and being like, Gribbs acted like a person. This was wrong. It was almost too polished. Gribbs was distraught, obviously in distress at at seeing another murder, his neighbors who he knew. He was authentic, but something about the mayor is just like a too polished veneer, almost like a psychopath. Ribs didn't fake that puke. I saw it. Well, no, that puke. That was a blue tie. I think it might mean that he's trying to look like a good guy, but is not a good Start guy. Start thinking back on that blue tie. Actually, it was just red the whole time. It's a clip-on. <laughs> uh, is that political? No, just kidding. Um, but Jacob, do, do you think we're onto something here? Think Using it's your worth investigating. I don't necessarily know what it'll turn up, but definitely he's got something to do with this. Okay. What if he just did it? Uh, I mean, possibly. That seems like it would be very difficult for him, but hey, I don't know. Listen, listen. He could just have people do it for him. He's the rich. And he did say bad things about the rich while being the rich himself. He's guilty. Exactly. (laughs) Case closed. We can leave now. There it rises once again. <laughs> hey, uh, Seth, could you Hello. try to empathize with him? See if you can get into his head. Empathize with Mare Guy? Yeah, I think that might work. Oh, I could totally do that. I can act like a pompous rich guy complaining about the poor not being poor enough. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, I do have pretty good persuasion human in- and human intelligence, and my charisma is 80, so I think I could pull that off. Well, you believe these poles? They want health care. <laughs> they want free health care. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. Oh, silly poles, no. That's only for the rich. Worst comes to worst, if we just lean on the guy? <laughs> just body slam him. Uh, not quite what I meant, but that would work. <laughs> or a table would be quite effective when it's flipped. We all brought guns here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we don't need tables. We're, we're good. We're American. Why, why would we not have guns? Sir, this is America. Excuse me, sir. All right, so where are y'all headed? Where do you think, Where are you going? What do you want to do? All right, what's the plan, John? Want me to get into his head? Yeah, just give him a talk. It, all right, see if I can Make get sure it can't go, like, like, be gentle. 
I'm going to need your audio recording device just so Jacobs believes me because he doesn't believe me. He thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> Jacobs. Here you go. Just Thank press you. this button to record. Press this one to stop the recording. Aha. Yeah. I actually go. listened to someone for once. If it doesn't work, go ahead and uh, let me know. I think I have another idea on how to get him to talk. I pull out my rag and my canteen of water. <laughs> I thought you were gonna pull, say, say you pull out a gun. I was gonna be like, we, you can't, you just can't shoot him. That works though. Kidnapping's quite effective. Sir, That's this is America. This is America, and waterboarding is not torture. We all know that. <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I also put handcuffs on my sheets, so like. <laughs> Alright, so Seth, you start making your way back over to the fancy wooden mansion. What are the rest of you Walking doing? Walking past strangers' pass. Are you all providing backup for Seth, or are you going to pursue a separate a line of investigation? I've got to be close, just in case he fails. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get a coffee. Mm -hmm. ah, God, my best the most friend. useful person. <sighs> he really is the most useful person, even though I've helped them out quite a bit. I'll do say so I myself. Mean, going to get coffee, that's actually just the best possible thing in this situation. Fucking everyone Finally. needs some coffee. I hate coffee. We need that's coffee. Yeah. How um, dare you? If we get out some coffee smell, he will be more comfortable, as in coffee calms you down, because people like coffee. A good way to like get some kind of connection going between us and the new guy. Some it loosens them up, makes them easier to slip up if they're comfortable. Okay, okay. So, Seth, Jacobs, you guys make your way back up the familiar driveway. There is a large gate at the entryway of the property, but you're noticing that it is cracked, so wheeling it off to the side. You drive back up the pain, uh, the unpaved road and arrive back in front of the residence. And after knocking on the big heavy door, Mayor Kianonaki answers it in a red velvet robe, a smoking pipe, and ushers you in. Dun, dun. Oh, God, that is a nice robe. That is a really nice robe. Well, thank is. you. I inherited it from my father. He ushers you into a wonderful living room. And all around this room, you notice that these shadows being cast by a large fireplace are silhouetting these enormous, stuffed, taxidermied animals. You see bears, goats, mountain lions, every kind of wildlife represented in the Olympic National Forest are here in this living room. Mighty animals. Well, I wouldn't say that I, I've only had the pleasure of hunting a few of these here. Myself, this is a long, long history. Most of them come from when this establishment was still in business, the hotel here. It's unfortunate that the economy being the way it is that had to go belly up, but I didn't feel like letting it go into disrepair, so I bought the this here facility and renovated it and I've tried to upkeep it the best I can but I'm, I'm just simply one man and you look I around mention, oh, I, I was going to say I should mention that I like pressed the record button on our way in you're recording and catching everything not being okay. too surreptitious about it but you are catching everything quite clearly on the recorder any, any lies that we catch, we will examine after we leave, because we don't want to fight this guy in case he's some kind of 
demon um, powerful guy. He might be Satan. That I'm not in on he that plan. I don't. I think he's just a dude. Nah, he's. Fine. Oh, I don't say this out loud. This is what I'm thinking of. But yeah, that, that was my point. Like, I'm not on that same level. I'm just sitting here waiting for you to possibly fail and then torture a man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look him over he doesn't have a tail no horns there is a wonderful amount of it's just like this old hardwood furniture is exquisitely carved like the rest of them like the rest of the it would be a prime suspect he likes taxidermy and such and then that corpse out there is very taxidermied it's just without the stuffing that's exactly what I was thinking. Someone who did this must be good at taxidermy. So, it must be someone who either works in the intelligence. I'm pretty sure I can have this otherwise. thought. Out of damn, I had no fucking thoughts along that line. Y'all are smarter than me, apparently. <laughs> oh no, I just watch a lot I mean, of crime people stuff. People were stuffed, and they were sued up. And that's I mean, both that, things that taxidermy You're not wrong. One red tie at the beginning, it just turned blue. Dun, dun, dun. Right, but he, so he sits you all we'll down. The conversation. Yeah, he sits you all down in front of the fireplace that crackles. It's a roaring stone fireplace. Quite comfortable coming in from the cold, chilly night. Hands you I a couple. I want to just walk in the fireplace. We all do. And he hands you a couple sniffers. Gives you guys a very fine year of bourbon and settles all y'all down into a, a comfortable seated position. Crosses his legs. Unfortunate, the grisly scene. I'm still recovering. I'm probably drinking a little bit too much here, but uh, I got I analyzed that sentence. Go ahead and roll human intelligence. You do see his hand is a little I bit did, shaky. Oh my god, I got a tw- I just got a twenty. Okay, yeah, I succeed definitely. You can tell Quite that he is under stress, but he's holding it together well. There may be some information that he's holding back you can tell he's not being 100% honest with you but and how much alcohol does it seem like he's actually been drinking you can see his nose is red his cheeks are flush he he's probably getting on the he's past tipsy but he's not quite like drunk so he's, he's got a nice buzz along with yeah. tipsy and something else yeah, no, he, he's not spread. You don't see like any lines of cocaine or Adderall pills lying around. No, but yeah, you can tell he's got I a nice need buzz. Some Adderall, just because my character. <laughs> <laughs> you, you chew some uh, four-hour Adderall. I know. Uh, now you can tell he's got a nice buzz going, and and yeah, he, he's probably like holding. He's repressing something of the encounter. He, he is dealing with it in an unhealthy manner. But these are an ongoing series of murders that the local militia is probably going to hold him accountable for if he's unable to to find who's responsible, put a stop to it. Like you can tell, he is under increasing pressure from the local community, and so you know, Mr. Keanu easily could end up lynched himself. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. True. All right. So you say like you happen happen to have the. Uh ability or pleasure of hunting all these cre- these taxidermy creatures down? Oh, no, uh, just mine here is this, uh, this mountain goat. I got this beautiful ram last spring. And, uh, right, and I got that stag right there. I'm ashamed to say it was just a spike, only a couple years old, but, you know, that, it was good eating. 
you know the people who originally taxidermied it is it like just one person multiple people as the same group of people i'd uh, over time i uh, believe this was actually a pretty specialized practice back in the day there was a whole uh, industry about it there was uh, they'd use pine tar and and uh m- mink mink oil it was it was quite a a stinky process if i read my history books correctly yeah, uh, that's I, I very have interesting. A, yeah. I'm gonna do the only reasonable thing to do in a horror game, and split up the party by using the fancy man's bathroom. I hate you. Around the corner to the left. Thank you, sir. Then I go spend a long time in the restroom while they have the conversation. Be, I think it'd be funny if you said all of that out loud. The only reasonable, thing, like that specific <laughs> sentence out loud. <laughs> Obviously. All right. He has some kind of prop movie flashlight too. So while they talk, I am using this man's fancy bathroom and being like a couple of rooms separate because it's down the hall. Understood. So Jacobs, you're gonna go ahead and use this bathroom, and it is awesome. You go in there, and it immediately shifts to this white marble scene. This bathroom is probably one of the most expensive you've ever been in in your life. The and I work for the government. Even so, like, even the most bribed and corrupt politician would envy this bathroom. All the finishings are polished brass, the lamp, the chandelier that hangs overhead, and it is a high ceiling, is crystal, and it shines these opalescent shimmers of rainbow through the different mirrors, bouncing and reflecting the light, but everything is dimmed. It is quite exceptional. And as you glance up into this domed ceiling, there is a mural up above that continues with this motif of animals. And you see a bear and her two cubs, but the two cubs have been viciously mauled and they're being eaten by another bear. And the mother bear and this other one that has come in and started to consume her children are fighting currently. Neat. Uh, I take extensive notes, so it takes me even longer in the bathroom. I hate <laughs> And as I you... Just to give it, like, perfect time in case anything happens, uh, it can happen because I take so long. Uh-huh. As you're taking so long in the bathroom, the dim light... I think light... he has IBS. Oh, no, it can take his time, please. Uh, I try not... I try to give people their privacy, it's especially around the bathroom. It's a sensitive topic. So, Jacobs, as you continue to take your notes, it's dim light. You're having to squint down at your piece of paper, and you see the words, the squiggles, the lines begin to run together. The the spaces between the lines begin to drift and wave. And as you look back up into the ceiling, you see the bear fight off the other bear. They're moving And the bear that came in and killed the cubs runs off into the forest, upon which time the mother begins to eat her own children's bodies. Gross. Uh, I don't know what kind of weird stuff he's got going on on the ceiling. The rest of the bathroom's fancy, but this, like, video ceiling thing, that's that's not not for me. I'm kind of grossed out. I finish my business and leave. I assume they've now had basically a full conversation. Oh, no. We were waiting for you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Everybody's just sitting in silence in the parlor. <laughs> no, we're staring at you as you come in like, hello, <laughs> would you like to play a game? 
coming my hands are fully washed, you know. Coming back in the actually during that time, I might have had some conversation with this guy, and uh, not for the purposes that Seth was going for, but to see if the stress he had was from us. Am I correct? I thought, John, you were at the coffee shop. I coffee. do believe that's what you said. Yeah, you I thought we, like, got coffee along the way. Yeah, he took it. Uh, yeah, remember, Jacob took a suspiciously long amount of time in the bathroom. Gotcha. So, okay, like flashback. As you guys were driving on over, picking up coffee from the uh, only Asian uh, coffee donut shop in town, John... You walk in, ding, 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 get some, you get some, like, four styrofoam cups and start filling them up from the pumping coffee machine, and as you're pushing the plunger down and filling up the cups, six, seven, eight men, all wearing flannel and different denim jean jackets, they come in behind you, and you can tell that they are all heavily armed. You see one of them has a gun, a pistol, on each hip. And then uh, as he turns around from the uh, display case, he has another pistol in the back of his jeans. So he has three pistols. Others are casually have SMGs slung around them and they are eyeing you with distrust. You can feel the wave of scrutiny wash over you as they start scowling at you and taking in your features. They're going to remember your face as you finish up grabbing your coffee and then retreat back into the car. You guys make your way back up to this mansion and they clearly see you jump into the black SUV, the black van, and make your way into the mayor's place. Yeah, uh, as I walk by the mind, like, good day, gentlemen. They don't, say, they don't say. They don't say. They don't say anything. Sorry. One of them actually spits inside. You. Yeah, you put the copies in a little carrier, and then you guys make your way. Okay, so at this point, flash forward. Uh, Jacobs, you come back from the bathroom, and the mayor is in a long explanation, like a protracted explanation of where he was taxidermied. So I'll taxidermy that he'll that he'll go out in um I believe the establishment was in Seattle. It's harder to find these people these days, but you can still get good work done. It's just something you have to be sent out for. You wouldn't believe what I paid in shipping. Incredible. You have a, you have a very nice bathroom. Uh the uh the ceiling screen thing is a little odd, but interesting at least. No, oh, that's an oil painting. I don't know what you mean by a screen. That's something that came all along with this property when I bought it. It's not exactly my hmm, preferred art, but it does uh, have its home here on nature, and I find it calming on occasion. Uh, interesting. Uh, it, it is very fancy, though. Yeah, very, I couldn't let nice. it... Yeah, thank you. I couldn't let it go into a... Oh into history and just fall into disuse. I do my best to keep everything tidy and clean. But it is just me here. And as you look around, you do not even see dust on anything. There's like a globe, an old one from like the 1800s. You can tell like the continents and the 
The different seas and ocean are just not quite right, but it is all immaculately clean, as if it was just dusted before you came in. Hmm. You have like a maid service or something come do that? Oh, no, no. It's just me here. It's almost as if he was expecting us. (laughs) Well, I try and keep this place the best I can, so I'm able to entertain as mayor of our fair little town here. It's... Yeah, that is very true. You do not want people to get the bad idea of you. Precisely. I gotta keep up my appearances and satisfaction, or although it's been more difficult as late with our ongoing problem here, as speaking of, uh, how goes the I progress? Two, I see two probable suspects. Oh, please elaborate. I need, and, and I don't know if I should mention them right at this moment. Yeah. I hope it uh, benefits your investigation. One of them, one of them probably, uh, what was the other guy's name? The one who was throwing up? Gribbs. I feel like he could, if he has any idea of taxidermy, <clears throat> that it could be him. Gribbs, no. he could have just been throwing on an act. Hey. But if that, even if in that extremely unlikely case, it seems like it could be you. Like, <sighs> sus- like suspectually, unless someone else wants to make it look like you and that's why you you know they uh i also saw the guys who were scrutinizing us right yeah you saw them go into the coffee shop and okay yeah give you long looks as you which which could honestly be the reason why we were like scrutinized for being around you so like it could either be like you grips or someone trying to make it seem like it was you as you have an extreme interest in taxidermy and that victim was extremely uh I'll just say taxidermied. I'm glad that you're keeping all avenues of your investigation open. It's important to make sure that all your bases are covered. However, as I've said before, this is simply a place of residence that I've taken upon myself to maintain. The taxidermy here wasn't done by myself, you understand? Which is why I didn't want to outright just say it was you. Oh, very good. And if there's anything I can do to help your investigation, please let me know. It would be my pleasure to make sure that you're set on the right path and to that end. I want to roll human intelligence to hear from Malintent. That sounds <laughs> malicious to me for some reason. Well, let me say the next thing before I, uh, I uh, have you roll that. Alright. I'm going to grab my dice just in case. Well, to that end... There have been these ongoing series of reports, these bright lights emanating from the forest, of where these murders could, I believe they're to be connected. These red, carmine emanations coming from the deep forest, the ancient groves, they have to be somehow linked. And I believe it is your duty to investigate and find out what it is and how they are connected. And now I'm going to roll. Yeah, yeah, that's probably smart. 34. Under? Human intelligence. Uh, What's your human intelligence? 80. Wow. That's really high. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm, 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 All right, so you can tell that there is truth to what he's saying. That the lights, the red lights 
coming from the ancient uh, old growth forest are linked to when the murders have happened. That is true, that there seems to be some kind of connection between the red lights and the timing of the murders. There is something he is holding back from that connection. But, but good sir, it seems like you're withholding information from with how you are speaking. Yeah, there's only so much I can tell you. There's only so much I know. You will. Well, there's always... Huh. Yeah, I know. But you also know what you're withholding. It is up to you to investigate and discover what there is to find out. That's if a shame. I'm the government. You should tell me. Well, if you're so... If you okay. have the authority and you have the resources, it's up to you to find out what is happening. <laughs> out of game I'm like I show up my powerful resource it's called a deagle and it's really good at getting information out of people so you go ahead and like shift you like cross your legs the other way and just happen to allow your coat jacket to open up showing him that you are heavily armed you have a a desert eagle I said out of game but I do that actually that sounds something like I do there is a moment where you see his eyes flicker down to the glinting metal then meet yours again unfazed like I said I do kind of need to know all information before we go on to this case even if it's not extremely important but if it's related I need to know he stands up and he walks a little bit too close to you to a side table like a coffee table on the side of your seat pulling open a drawer he a He takes a map of the area out. It's not quite like a tourist map. It's a little bit more detailed, but you can tell this is something that they hand out to people who come into town, give them a broad understanding of what the different attractions would be. And on it, there are these series of different X's, and some of them have been circled. And he hands it to you, Seth. And as you take it, He holds on to it for just a half second too long as he makes eye contact with you. Here are the different locations of the murders that have occurred. And in the X's along with them are the sightings of the red lights that have emanated from in the forest. Now these two here and here, these are sightings of the red lights in which murders have not been found yet. I believe if you would like to get to the bottom and see what truly has happened here in our fair town, that you will need to go to these locations, discover the source of the emanations of light, and then go back to the government and report on what you found. My thoughts exactly on the red lights and such, the ones that don't have murders yet. Very well. Alright, this is graciously accepted. John, where's John? I'm here. Ah, oh, you're so quiet. I could barely notice you. Is that coffee? I know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> Is that coffee? Is that coffee? Oh yeah, do you want some coffee? I have no. We rode most of the trip back with you having coffee in your lap. No, no I was ready of it. <laughs> I, was, I was mentally preparing myself for investigator mode. I don't say this out loud. So, this is the only sane moment you'll see me. I hate coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I... No, this is true. I just hate coffee. Any I... character I play hates coffee. 
I hate yogurt. I hate yogurt, especially those little strawberries. Why did I laugh so hard at that? <laughs> so, handing out the coffee, you all and the mayor seems to drink deeply of the cup of joes before you all pile out of the mansion. He bids you adieu as you head back into the cold night and jump back into the black van and making your way... Wait, 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 before we go, um, could just use the bathroom real quick. Absolutely, John. You, yeah, the coffee, coffee, it's a... Yeah, it's a diuretic, you know, it just runs straight through you sometimes. You go to the bathroom, John, and you find the exact same, uh, very fancy, uh, just this white, uh, it is a very bright marble, but in this dimly lit, almost candlelight level of light, it has a sapia or a taupe hue to it. And the the carvings, the wood, it all seems well-oiled, polished. Okay, the uh, two things. Um, I didn't actually need to go. I'm just curious about what Jacob said. And I have a flashlight, so I'm going to use that to light the room. Bringing the flashlight to bear, these shadows that seem to dance in the rotating chandelier above you immediately dispels all the shadows. What once looked like movement, very slow, almost imperceptible uh, writhings are immediately pushed back as the light floods it. You see the scene above you. Mother, two cubs. Is there some kind of... Uh, how high is it up? It is a vaulted ceiling. It comes up to a... It's like an arch. It's not quite domed. It is like an arch that goes along the ceiling. And it's quite beautiful. You see the pine trees of exquisite detail painted on in this very organic oil painting as that that lines the two sides and then there's a stream that goes along the crack of the vaulted ceiling. I'd say it's probably about 12 feet at the end of the wall and then it probably goes another 6 feet up past that. Okay, so pretty high up. Quite high. Yeah. So even with a chair I wouldn't be able to get up. You stand on the counter and start investigating as high as you can go. You're able to get up to the rim standing on the counter, and it's a little precarious, but this is an exceptionally wide yeah, marble. Uh, it's not quite a counter, but yeah, it's, it's quite a, an extensive marble vanity that you're able to clabber up on and holding on to some of the... really running out of my architectural vocabulary... It's like uh, the facade, yeah, like the facade. You're able to like get some handholds and climb up some of this hardwood facade and inspect the painting. It's just a painting. You're able to scratch off some of the flakes of the oil painting. It's very old. You mean a fur down? Yes, thank you. Man, that bathroom, everyone seems to love it so much. Wait a second, wait a second. I, uh, I don't want to get up just yet. Before that, um, I looked it up, and in using skills in the handbook, 20% equals a little training or hobby. Mm-hmm. And I have an 18 in unnatural. Mm-hmm. 
So, could I be able to reach through the painting without disturbing it? You try and see if this painting is in fact some kind of gate or doorway. You try a few different methods of trying to focus, open, expand it, but all you're met with is a wall. But then you feel something different. Some kind of low vibration, an emanation. It's like an energy that's permeating the air. You wouldn't describe it as being sourced from the painting in front of you. It's everywhere. It's an ambient pressure that comes through the entire mansion. Mm. I, I breathe it and I try to feel it. Hmm. Focusing, you turn off your flashlight, and immediately the shadows begin to run once again and dancing around you. The different wood carvings begin to grin, the eyes widening as they focus on you, tracking you as you move. But you continue to breathe and find, let your mind wander and drift, trying to locate where the emanations of this energy are coming from. Maybe down? It's close. Wherever it's coming from is quite close. And it's strong. It's like something leaking out of a container. Below me? Maybe. Down below? Maybe. Maybe up above. It's hard to get a sense of the direction. But it is here. And I, I'm certain. You can feel it's it. this house. It's instinctual. It might be the house. It might be close by. But it's definitely here. I wait maybe two more minutes, focusing on it, and if nothing happens, I go back to the group. You return back to the group, and a little bit, the bags under your eyes, the shadows that give you a haunted look seem to extend for just a few moments as you rejoin your friends, and then bidding you adieu, Mer Keanu. Wait, uh, wait, I, I turn to Jacob. Um, Jacob... I think I know what you meant when you said screen. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think it was that complicated. Uh, anyways, okay, what, what screen? Can I go look? Uh, no. <laughs> I Sorry, think I have to use it, but I actually have to use the bathroom. Thank you too. Sorry, it's been a pleasure being in your home. Here's my car. I'm going to the bathroom. We'll... You are not talking to me. I'm sorry, Mr. Keanu. I actually have to go. This is an emergency. Car. <laughs> we'll get some people out of your house at least. I actually have to use the restroom. My tummy hurt now. Yeah, Seth, you go ahead and utilize the bathroom. And for some reason, the lights are extremely... Yeah, someone turns on the overhead fluorescent tube lights. So you're just like, oh, what the hell? It's just a bathroom. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, look, <laughs> wait, what about the screen? <laughs> I want to analyze the room. Like a quick 10 second analyzation of the room before I'm like, you got, y'all are stupid. <laughs> Not seeing it. These guys are high on LSD. And then you make your way back to uh, the van outside and going on down the driveway. If yeah, the mayor you guys are stupid. If the mayor can't hear us, then I will say to Jacob, we should search this house. Understandable. I uh, I left the mayor my card, by the way, and said, like, the usual, call me if anything happens or if you need me or whatever. Uh, He's hiding something. Yeah, I was going to say we should search it. Something very, very bad. Okay, I don't know if he's hiding. That's true, but we also have several other things to follow up on right now. We can go after him, but we've also got, like, 
three more leads now? Yeah, there's kind of like these two spots that might be potential murder spots from the way he's pointed it out, which also adds further suspicion onto him. Also, if we don't have any evidence, and then we get caught sneaking around inside his house, that militia this might just kill us. This, this is the human evidence. element might just kill us. Mother Jacobs, I have the evidence. The audio recording and this mother map. This no, no, no. Is substantial evidence. Evidence of the mayor doing something wrong. Oh, that's true. I guess and then we'll we get caught inside militia. his house sneaking around. The militia might kill us. The militia Regardless might of whatever stuff is going on in this town. Just True. people with guns are pretty dangerous. Okay, we'll just kill the people with guns with guns. Speaking of, as you guys come down this driveway, oh. you see at the end of the road, you come through the gate and you realize positioned on each side of the gate with their lights off are two trucks that light up these enormous floodlights on the top of their just like these awful LED bars and complete for a moment whoever's driving just blinds you who's driving? Not me uh, I guess I'll drive them I drove the van earlier so I need a drive roll Hey, this is not a, a great idea. Uh, does anybody else? Anyone <laughs> else want to They should have been. <laughs> Please, okay, guys. What's your What's your drive percent? Uh, forty, I think. Mine's twenty. Oh, uh, John, you didn't you didn't have better, did you? John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith, what is your percent? Um, two things. First of all, something came up. I might have to leave in a few minutes, so perhaps we can wrap this up. Sounds Sorry good. No, this is fine. This is actually probably a pretty good spot to to end it for this week. We're over time anyway. And also, I have a fifty percent, like oh, straight up fifty oh. five times ten. So I apologize. You should have been driving. Yeah, John, go ahead and give us a drive roll, as you are the most qualified to be driving here. You gave us oh, a no. seventy-four. You can't drive. I mean, either of us would have also failed with a seventy-four. So true. Uh, so that was a failed drive roll. Uh, where's that exciting cliffhanger with a failed drive roll? Thank you. Yeah, I uh, I just had a brain fart, but I'm back on it. I'm uh, I'm here. I am awake. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm understandable. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah. So immediately, as these spotlights, these floodlights come on, you are blinded for a moment, John. As you swerve, you come off of this dirt road. And you come down into this little service. It's clearly not been maintained. There's bushes. There's all sorts of grass that's grown up alongside of this little service road that goes alongside. This forest road is clearly just some kind of fire break. It's been like a disused evacuation route that's just completely overgrown. But in that moment, you're just trying to keep the car on the road and s instead of smashing the vehicle into some kind of tree and being exposed to these probably heavily armed militiamen. You gun it and you start flooring it, driving up into the mountains towards God knows where, but your path is extremely well lit as these floodlights trace you. They've pinpointed you and they've spotlighted you as you are in a running and gunning situation. You hear the pop, 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 pop 
as small caliber rounds start to come around and it's going to actually see if I can shoot. Uh, the, yeah, so I roll the 100. So yeah, these bullets are, are going all around you and they're hitting everything but your car. You're seeing like branches get splintered and and pieces of dirt get lit up, but they, they cannot hit you for the life of them. They <laughs> being chased by stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> And you are flooring it to get up into this uh, mountain, this mountainous back road. And they chase you for about 20, 20 minutes all the way back up in here until eventually you come to a small turnaround, which you blare by. You blast right on through it and they all seem to stop and turn around. You can see just over the hill this round, this bend they stop and you see the lights eke out and come from behind this bend and continue to turn and go back towards the city they feel like they've chased you off and as you continue on for another 10 minutes just to put yourself some distance between you and them and regroup and find yourself maybe report call in set up the satellite phone and give headquarters an update on your progress here you stop and find yourself in the very tip top, the end point of this fire road. There is a small marker of what seems to be some kind of peak and another smaller hiking trail that continues up, but this is as far as this road goes. You've reached the end of the road, and as you start to set up your equipment to get in a signal, try and get some kind of satellite link. The faint red glow, a light coming from deep inside the old growth forest, begins to emanate out, casting long, shifting shadows over the car as something moves through the undergrowth. And that's where we're gonna end. Cliffhanger, we finally have a part two. Pookie. Ah, well, thank you all very much for playing. Good night. It was very Seth fun. is totally insane and not insane. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I got the horses in the back Horse stock is attached Head is mad at black Got the bushes black to match Riding on a horse ha, You can whip your Porsche I've been in the valley You ain't been up off that porch